Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I'm Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. And it is our Friday episode, the 13th. Uh, that's funny. Anyway, uh, we're going to it's going to be a little weird show. We're doing this kind of a little early on a Friday since we had some scheduling uh, things that happened this week. Um, we are going to talk about Cult of Chucky because we did watch that as part of our uh, viewing of the month. And we are going to talk about our top five Friday the 13th movies since uh, this is the episode 13th on a Friday. Um, Andy, there was no news this week besides all these games coming out. Yeah, a bunch of games came out and everyone's playing them and reviewing them. That's that's all I saw anyway. Yeah, and me and Andy got our Mario Odyssey. Yep, haven't played it yet. It's inside the Switch, and I said, oh, I'll let the update run. But it took like eight seconds because it's a Nintendo game and they don't do huge day one patches. So as soon as we get done with this, it's ready to go. Mm -hmm. And I imagine since you won't be here next week because you're going to Texas. Texas. Uh, we will have a somewhat of a like kind of a review for you guys for Mario on what how what we're you know playing and just our impression I guess not like a full fledged review where we're like go buy it eight out of ten because we don't do that here we just discuss how how <laughs> what games we're playing and how good it is and you know if you want to spend the money go for it so get strapped in. And get ready for a big trouble little podcast where only dreams can kill a dream. Andy, what the hell have you been playing or watching or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I've had an extremely busy week, so I didn't really get to do a whole lot. Um, I played a little bit more Gundam Versus, and I watched several more of the Gundam Unicorn movies. Um, I think that's it. I, I played some Downwell, because you can play that game for like five minutes and step away from it, but... Mm -hmm. This this has been a very busy week for me, so I, I don't have much to say in the way of what I've been doing. Um, I played PUBG with my friends. Uh, I, I have friends that live down here and also friends in New York, so we did a squad together. Um, we won two out of the group of games that we played, but I've been streaming it lately, and it's really, really funny because we just fuck around. And <laughs> I... I I once I get a uh, editing software from my computer, probably Adobe Premiere, I'll probably make montages of all the funny shit that happens. Hmm. So th that's funny. And also, uh, on Netflix, there's a show called Mindhunter. Uh, it's a TV uh, show. Uh, episode. There's ten episodes. I I pretty much uh, watched it in two days. Five episodes. You know, one day and the other and the other day the other five episodes. But if you wonder what Mindhunter is all about, it's about FBI agents doing research on uh, killers that have obviously a violent past. And they want to know their psychology of what led them to the killings and why they did it and all that stuff. And eventually they coin this is where they coin the term serial killer. So they're interviewing serial killers and they're real ones. There's Ed Kemper. They mention uh, Charles Manson. Uh, there is hints of the BTK killer that is uh, being shown throughout the show. 
Huh. If anybody does know the BTK killer, he's a serial killer in Kansas who bound, tortured, and killed his victims. And uh, it, it's really good because the psychology in back then is like, well, they were born this way. They're all just fucked in the head when they're they're born. No, something happened uh, where they pretty much snapped. Like a, a lot of the the killers, they're had like mother problems or parent figures that were like mean to them or uh they were you know raped molested uh used in some sense or you know pretty much got turned down by women where maybe that where they would snap so it was like pretty interesting because the one of the fbi agents he he understands more of the why than just brushing it off like most of the FBI force does. And it's like, you know, there, there has to be a reason. And his storyline is pretty awesome. Like, do you know who David Fincher is, by the way? Yeah, of course. The director? Yeah, he directed this TV show. And it, it a lot of people might get turned away because the dialogue is pretty bland in a sense, where it's like... To the average casual user, they'll be like, well, this shit's boring. Nothing's happening. There's no Michael Bay explosions or chase scenes and all that stuff. It's it's the writing is really good and you just have to watch it really closely. And they do a lot of like cryptic scenes where it's like I'll, I'll explain this one. Uh, this lady goes in this apartment complex and she hears a stray cat. You never see the stray cat, by the way. So she every night she would bring like tuna fish and uh leave it by the windowsill and it would be gone the next day. Then one day uh the tuna had maggots and like ants and stuff inside of it and so you assume the cat is dead, but like since we're talking about serial killers, is there a serial killer in the like, you know, in the pre-stages of a serial killer where they harm animals? Did did a kid you know, harm the animal in some way. So, like, that kind of stuff is kind of interesting. So I recommend it. It's on Netflix. Um, I think we should go into our, uh, our movie. What do you think? Yes, I'm excited to talk about it as well. Yes, yes, yes. So our movie for this week was Cult of Chucky. My, uh, my pick. And, uh... The only problem I had with this movie is that it went back to the other movies with the the main character because I never saw the Curse of Chucky. Mm. Have you seen the Curse of Chucky? I've only ever seen the first one and this. Yeah. Now, if you remember the main character Andy in the first one, uh, he was he's in the first scene and. I have a lot of things to talk about him. But anyway, the gist of the movie is she was in prison because of what happened in Curse of Chucky. Like, she was in a mental institution. And he's like, let's get you out of high security and go into, like, medium security and bring you to, like, this private uh, place where all these mental uh, people are so that this doctor could... Uh, examine them a little bit longer and personally and what you find out is uh they all know about chucky 
they they believe the main character. What was the name character again? What the woman? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm oh pulling, my gosh, I can almost remember it. I'm pulling uh, up IMDb right now. Hold on. This is why I like to watch him right before we do the show. This is the first time I've broken from that tradition, and I watched it a few days ago. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, it's uh, something Rachel. short. Nika? Yeah, Nika. <laughs> I <laughs> I almost said Nina, but I was like, that's not it. I, I made a joke throughout that whole movie. I was like, my Nika. <laughs> anyway, um... So, like, whatever happened in Curse of Chucky, uh, they all believe that Nika killed all those people. So, like, the people are like, it's not a doll. You're fucking crazy. Even though they're, like, eight other, ten other movies where a doll is involved in all, all these killings and stuff. But somehow they still don't believe the character uh, that a, a, a cursed doll is killing people. A serial killer. Mm. And, um... What what do you think of it, Andy? Like what what were the good parts? What 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 were the bad parts? And what were the like? This shit is funny. Yeah, I mean, it was a very funny movie. Oh. Some of the kills really cool. I like the one where he shatters the the skylight. That's really neat. It doesn't make any sense, but I mean that, that that's beside the point. Um, I don't know. Not a lot. Like if you tried to like break down the plot, not a lot happens in that movie. For better or worse. I mean, it's a slasher movie. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Uh, the character of Andy was worthless. They didn't need him in it at all. I think they just uh, wanted him there. Be like, hey, do you remember this guy? Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, it was neat that he has the head and he's talking to it and stuff. But they, they that should have been its own movie. They should have just done that separately. Yeah, and I guess because the last movie I ever saw with... Uh... Chucky is the one with Jennifer Tilly, uh, who's in this film, by the way, as Valentine, Valentine, whatever. And um, her, the, the Bride of Chucky, that was the last one I watched, where him, Chucky, and this other character, who's a female kind of a Chucky, get together and kill people. So, like, I thought that was pretty neat. I liked the cameos, but I think Andy was like the like you said, the most worthless character there because he's yeah. he's talking to the I'm the main uh, Chucky because in the film you see the other Chuckies are infecting the dolls and stuff, and apparently they can infect people now. Yeah, that's... I, I didn't realize that that was part of the, the rules or whatever, but okay. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was hilarious that he chose, like, the multiple personalities guy. <laughs> He's like, now I'm Chucky. I'm the serial killer we've met before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The the <laughs> the kill scenes was great, especially with the Asian chick on the table and the oxygen tank. Yeah. He's like, oh man, I always wanted to do this, and he hits it and hits the ceiling. By the way, do you think Glass could do that? Like the a head like that like no I, I don't think so i mean there is glass that probably could do that but it's not the kind of glass they're using to make skylights yeah but like, you know whatever i, I kind of just let them get away with that mm-hmm. i thought the uh this was a little near the end kind of when they cut uh, all the three chuckies were killing that uh nurse and he's like did you see the steam coming out of that gut <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, 
the interactions between the other Chuckies, he's like, man, you got fucked. What's wrong with your hair? And so, I, I was like, that's hilarious. Like, the, the dialogue was funny. I thought their writing was pretty neat in a way. Uh, I thought the the fucking doctor was disgusting. Like, I didn't see that coming, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was funny that even Chucky didn't didn't know how to take the guy. He's like, I don't know if I should kill him or take notes. <laughs> like that that was hilarious. Uh yeah, so Andy's role was like I'm trying to pick up women. It's not working because people women Google me. So my dating life sucked. So he goes home. He lied about only having a couple of guns, which having a fucking armory of guns. Um he gets drunk smokes weed and <laughs> talks to the head of Chucky. And I'm like, this is kind of weird. I mean, I guess because he's had a fucked up child life that it would lead to that, I guess. Um, But when he's trying to save Nika, I'm like, all right, plot is advancing for him right now. Maybe he's going to save her. Nope. Just gets locked in. And that's how the movie ends. Like I felt robbed a little bit at the end when that happened. I'm like, is is this a cliffhanger? Is there going to be more to the story? Or is it just ending like that? Because Nika also got uh, cursed and, and she became Chucky, the serial killer. And her and Jennifer Tilly's a character, you know, rides off into the sunset, even though it was nighttime. So I thought that was pretty fucking weird. Mm-hmm. On, on how it ended i thought the ending was like the worst thing about it yeah i didn't like the the ending was kind of like clever i don't have a problem with what they wrote i have a problem with how they did it like everything feels like it's coming to a head and then like just out of left field a bunch of nonsense happens and then yeah they just drive away like nothing mm. nothing really happens yeah i guess i have to like maybe go back and watch those other films maybe they'll clear up some of the holes that i have in it right now Mm. but uh yeah going back and looking at this movie really nothing happened besides them walking around uh nika having sex with that multiple personalities guy in a wheelchair uh then almost getting raped i guess yeah almost gotten raped by the doctor uh the asian was a bitch i hated her character by the way like times I was like, shut up. <laughs> we, like as the audience, you know Chucky is a killer, but she's like being that one character. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just think about it rationally. And when she got bit by the thing, I was like, that's funny. And then they they locked her up and everything. And I, I thought the dialogue with the nurse in the beginning was kind of weird. Did you did you get that feeling? Like he was being yeah. all, he was being all nice, but then like she was like, "Oh, thank you," and he's like, "Don't." They get didn't like, do anything with that. They were just like, "Oh, he's a hard ass," and then he does a couple of other things in the movie that literally any other character could have done, and then he just dies. Like they they didn't do anything with that. I guess they were trying to to give character development to an inconsequential character, which is cool, but I don't know. There's no payoff. They they did all this work and they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And uh, I remember this movie going to theater, by the way, and two months later, it came to Netflix. So I'm guessing it didn't do well in box office, and they pretty much 
tried to get more money through Netflix. I don't know how the contract works in Netflix with all these uh, uh, movie companies. Maybe they get a cut or something. But even looking at the movie, uh, I don't even think the budget was big because it was in one location the whole time. Yeah, I suspect it had, it had a small budget, but they did a lot with what they had. Like, the, the asylum itself looked silly. Like, everything's, like, so white and stuff, but mm-hmm. it, it works for what they wanted it to convey. And I, it kept throwing me off that, like, they would show it, uh, outside shots of the building, and it was, like, a four-story building, but there are, like, eight characters in this movie. Like, where's everyone else? Yeah, and th- they would hint to that, by the way, because when uh, the killing started to happen, like the alarms were going off and you would see other people. And I'm like, you didn't see them throughout the whole fucking movie. (laughs) You like, you always thought like it was just those four patients and that doctor and that's it. And the, the three uh, nurses that were there. And then the, the one bitch was the smartest one out of them all. she's like, I can't handle this. I'm out. Or did she die? I don't remember. Did the, did the blonde nurse die? Yes, off screen. Oh yeah, they, they show that she's already dead at some point. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, hold on, let me see Jennifer Tilly because that's her actual actress name, by the way. It, yeah, she says she's gonna leave at some point because she can't take it, and she just leaves, and the next time we see her, she's dead. Yeah. Um. Then the visitor of Nika, uh, Jennifer Tilly, as T- Tiffany Valentine. Uh, I always like. Because they also did this in Curse of uh, uh, Bride of Chucky. They're like, don't you? Don't people tell you you look like Jennifer Tilly? And she's like, yeah, I get that a lot. I thought that was a good nod. Who played Andy, by the way? Alex Vincent. What did he do? He did. Oh, he was the actual Andy. Didn't even know about that. <laughs> The Andy that was in the film uh, is the one who did the the child Andy in Child's Play. So that's pretty. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's awesome. Who directed this film too? Uh, Don Mancini. He did a lot of. Uh, he did the first Child's Play. Okay. And he's also directing Channel Zero. That's the creepypasta TV show that's on sci-fi. Pretty good. Check it out. You have anything else to add about Cult of Chucky? Um, only that it's enjoyable. Uh, like, if you don't... It's not the kind of thing... Like, it's, you were talking about David Fincher earlier. It's not the kind of thing that you're going to sit there and really think about and pick apart. Because if you do, you're going to stop enjoying elements of it. It's It's just fun to have on. It's... Uh, a lot of the kills are really cool. Um, the acting is all competent. The mm. direction is, is maybe a little above average. There's some cool shots in it. Um, a lot of characters don't have payoffs like Carlos and Andy, but yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I had a, like, a saw feeling to it a little bit, because maybe because of the white room in a way, like they were trapped in there, and I thought it was kind of like, a game was happening like they were locked into this i mean they were locked in there because they're patients but i don't know it had it had a good cinematography on it good shots for uh, a movie like this so if you're in for a good you know like slasher movie an okay i should say 
and you don't care about the acting and you just like to see the killing and there was no there was no jump scares in this one i don't think maybe like one cheesy one but it didn't jump scare me at all uh check it out it's on netflix so uh that's our viewing for the month yep uh next week you won't be here so we have to create our four movies for next month oh shit I haven't even been thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but let's get into the top five Friday the 13th movies. So what's your number five, by the way? Number five would be... Hang on, I'm trying to do it backwards. I think it would be number three. Yeah, number three is my fifth favorite. Nice. Any reasons why? Um, uh, I like it well enough, like it was still pretty decent. I don't like it as well as I like 4 or any of the, the main ones. It it didn't, it hadn't start getting s- stupid like in uh, Takes Manhattan or Goes to Hell yet. You know, 4's just, just an okay one, middle of the road one. Mm-hmm. My number or, 5. Three. Is that what I just said? Whatever. <laughs> 3. What happened? Sorry, I, I I said four, but I said three. Three is my fifth favorite. <laughs> Number five for me, uh, and you're gonna laugh at this, is Jason X. I thought it was hilarious that uh, Jason was in space, and yeah, it was great. so many cheesy uh, one-liners from the characters and stuff, and the kills were just hilarious to watch. So that's why I chose Jason X. What's your number four? Number four is number four. Which one was that about, by the way? I don't remember four. Um, I can't remember the overall plot. It's just like he's going back and like he, I think he kills a couple people in the way or some crap or something. I, I can't remember. I haven't seen it since last year. Okay. Uh, my number four, and it's kind of recent and it's kind of a collaboration, but Freddy versus Jason. Uh, oh. I thought... This was like a dream match. We always talked about this before it came out, uh, this movie. It's like, who would win in the, uh, a fight, Freddy versus Jason? Uh, I thought Freddy was hilarious. <laughs> uh, you know, trapping Jason in nightmares and stuff. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, but, Freddy's always great. Yeah, and Jason just being a badass and always not dying and stuff was fucking crazy. So I chose... Freddy vs. Jason is my number four. What's your number three? My number three is... Uh, it's X. Yeah, X is my third favorite. <laughs> nice. It used, to be, it used to be number two, but I, I had to think long and hard about it, and I, I switched around. Yeah. My number three, and no surprise, is part three. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah. Uh... Did uh, you you already did your three, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My well, three was X. What's your number two? Uh, number one. The uh, first. And uh, same with me. My number two is, is number one. Uh, I we both have the same number one. Then maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, I what I liked about the first Friday the Thirteenth is it wasn't about Jason Voorhees. It was about the mom. I thought that was hilarious. Not hilarious, but neat. 
Uh, Andy, what is your number one Friday the 30th? I like the second one best. Like, it, it hits its stride as far as, with, with one obvious exception, there's no hockey mask in it. It, it hits all of the cliches right away. And it's got Jason in it as opposed to his mother. Um, the, the showdown at the end is kind of cool, like in the weird shack. But the one part I do hate is uh, the, the girl puts on his mother's sweater and is like, now, Jason, you behave. That, that part's weird. That's the one part I really don't like. But otherwise, that one's weird. Yeah. And you were right. I chose that one, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that was our uh, top five. Uh, I want to do more top fives, About by the way. I want to... It's not going to be every week. It's just going to be once in a while where we just talk about our favorite shit. And we uh, put it into a top five and discuss it really quickly. Is there any yeah. honorable mentions you want to give about any other Friday the 13th movies that were kind of good? Five's okay. I don't hate five. Um, I do hate uh, Goes to Hell. That one's my least favorite. Mm. And uh, Tanks Manhattan is also complete garbage. But it has a couple of like one-off moments I really like, like where he he busts the porthole with his head and stuff like that. But otherwise, that movie's a wash too. Um, the remakes are eh, eh, whatever. And I love uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason. That might be my number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jason takes Manhattan was kind of weird because yeah, like you see Jason at the the lake and everything, and it's like. Don't put him in other settings, but then again, he went in space, so I guess. Yeah, and that's one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there anything? Well, coming attraction. Jason X is great because it knows exactly what it is. Garbage. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind having a Freddy in space too. I think that would be hilarious. Where they're all in uh, cryo sleep and they're having nightmares. <laughs> See, I just made a plot. Now go make that movie Hollywood. Um, coming attractions. I only know that Call of Duty is coming out next week. Oh yeah, I forgot. World War Two. I might pick it up. I don't know yet. Cause I do love me some World War Two action. I shan't get it. I don't know what. I, now that Mario's here, I honestly don't know what the next game I'm gonna buy is. Well, most of the games already came out. I mean, Battlefront Two is coming out next month. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that one. I'm thinking about that one. I'm thinking about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but neither of them are like 100% buys. What was that other Nintendo game that came out? Fire Emblem Warriors, is it? Yeah, I was thinking about that game too, but I'm going to wait and try to... I mean, I say something like, I'd like to do it on sale or when the price drops, but sometimes Nintendo games don't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so most of the games are... They're already out. I mean, Cuphead's out, uh... I know, oh, the pa- Paris Gaming Convention or whatever that's happening, I think, uh-huh. next week. Apparently, Sony says that they're having their part two of E3 announcements at Paris uh-huh. Gaming Convention. So, apparently, big announcements are going to be happening, and I wonder what it's going to be. Because... You love the VR headset. Now you get the VR dick attachment. <laughs> Or maybe we'll get some Last of Us 2 stuff, or maybe Death Stranding, because those are the only two games that I'm like really, really looking forward to because of the story. Yeah, like if they, if they put anything out there about Death Stranding, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that right up. Yeah, and you know, in Hideo Kojima, he'll probably have like a 
fucking 10 minute trailer about just one scene and people will go crazy about it. Uh, there's no deals of the week unless you pre-ordered Mario from Amazon or pre-ordered from Best Buy where you can get Mario Odyssey for $51 instead of paying $60. Too late for that now. Yeah. Amazon's program where you get the 20% off new games, it isn't on everything anymore. It's really annoying. Yeah. Now you just have to check. I don't understand what they're doing. I, 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 I think that they sat at a uh, board table and they're like, man... People are really buying our Prime, but uh, we're losing money on games now because people are just buying uh, the games on Prime, and we're kind of losing money, so we got to change that, and it sucks. Or maybe game developers are like, hey, we're not making enough money, so we don't want that to happen. I doubt game developers had anything to say about it. Publishers, publishers might, but really, after Amazon buys the product to sell, they probably don't care. They probably pay... A base, um, uh, whatever. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? They 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 pay a base price for all the stuff, and it's probably like thirty or less dollars. And then they have to mark it up. I know that like with consoles, a lot of people don't make money when they sell those. It's negligible, but with games, they they make money. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it, but it just sucks that they had something cool, and now they changed it, and now it's like. You have to search to see if you get that that discount and stuff. But it's Prime is still good. It's one of the reasons why I have it is because of the Amazon video and the uh, discounts that you get. And a quick shipping, by the way. Yeah. So, so you can get in two days. But I think that's going to be the end of episode 13. Uh, Andy's going to be out of town next week. So I am going to have something here for episode 14. Just don't know what it's going to be yet. Um, it might be me uh, talking about Mario. I'm telling you, there's people that you can get on. They might, they might be terrible. I mean, they won't be as good as me, obviously. Mm-hmm. Get a guest host in. Yeah, I'll work that up. Uh, because I am on a mini vacation from work. I have five days off. All right on. Yeah, so, since I'm part time, I didn't want to take a full week because then I'm out of money part-time. for a week. <laughs> So I took like two days off from one week and then three days off from the other week. So I worked like half weeks. Anyway, thanks for listening to episode 13 of Big Trouble Little Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and Vidme. Uh, You people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president. Everybody, have a good night and see you next week. See ya.